There sure was an Apple event today. And uh, I missed like three quarters of it. But and yet none. Turn- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I had to like help a coworker with some stuff like like almost immediately before they started talking about phones. So I missed the entire phones part. But it turns out, you know, we had all these predictions and there were rumors and all this stuff. We were going to get this stuff. It was going to be awesome. It was not. It was not awesome. Yeah, so the theme of uh, our coverage here, and um, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to see anyone else's. I haven't been on uh, Twitter or anything either. Um, so ours is that, I guess today is about the things we didn't get. Because <laughs> if we go to our prediction document based on you know what we talked about last week, uh, kind of none of it. <laughs> you yeah. Yeah. Not very much. <laughs> you know, there's there's a couple of uh, argumentative uh, potential points that effectively cancel each other out, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Other than that, it's more about what's missing. Um, so I guess I'll mention the, the one thing we got uh, that was funny because, um, you know, so forever I've been, well, not just me, but everyone's been wanting some sort of always-on version of the Apple Watch display, <laughs> even if it was, you know, just like a digital time. Um, but they waited until the Series 5 to do it, like, for real. And by for real, I mean, like, unless you have a face with, like, a photo on it or, like, the intentional white background, it's basically <laughs> the same. So it's funny because last week I said, you know, I've giving up hope on this <laughs> didn't pick <laughs> yeah. it and that's you know like the thing that happened yeah i think i too was like no because <laughs> it's been so long and they haven't done it but apparently you know they do and like s- unfortunately or i guess fortunately for me uh that's just isn't quite enough of a value proposition for me to buy another new Apple Watch for the third year in the row. Because uh, I bought a Series 3 and then I also bought a Series 4. But my excuse for the Series 4 was to demote my Series 3 to a night watch because my other watch, my previous night watch, was the original, a.k.a. Series Zero uh, right, which is Apple just Watch. Too bad. <laughs> which, right, it was no longer supported and it had been slow as hell, well, since the day I got it, but <laughs> yeah, and yeah. even a late rumor was that uh, they would be introducing sleep tracking and possibly introducing it as like a works with Series Four to wear your Series Four to bed kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even though like um, the APIs are already there, this would just be a, a first party app because it's already part of HealthKit. Um, Yep, And you don't even have to, like, do analysis, like, as your app, other than, like, to display it. What you, like, all you need in a third-party app is just to have one installed just to sort of tell the thing to collect it. <laughs> because yep. cause it just makes it out of the fact that you're telling it you're probably asleep. And it's just, you know, heuristics on the motion and heart rate stuff that it's always getting anyway. Um, so, like... <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, and there was no new sensor on it. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice to have uh, temperature tracking, but nope, the closest thing to fertility tracking 
we have is you can manually track your cycle if you want to. And put it in on the watch. (laughs) Yeah, like, okay, cool. I'll use the worst possible data entry interface to manually enter this information. Cool. Uh, It's probably better than using health.app, though. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Like like using (laughs) health.app is like real bad. (laughs) So the watch update was... Uh, always on display, which I mean is great <laughs> yeah. because um, it is something, you know, I have been complaining about for a while because like, I don't like <laughs> that I've learned the flick to like make it work. Um, yeah, the very showy like. <laughs> not only that, but um, I found that uh, while running specifically, I guess there's too much uh, ambient jiggle that hmm. sometimes I like have to tap it to like just check on, you know, my pace or skip an ad in a podcast or whatever. <laughs> nah. Oh yeah, I don't run, so that's not a problem for me. <laughs> Nothing's been chasing me while I've been using my Apple Watch, so th- so that's all been fine. And as far as we know, it didn't get generic Qi support. Uh, um, it may have gotten uh, Apple's new uh, motion coprocessor, which is sort of like... The thing that po- uh, thing that powers their tile competitor, which they opted not to release today, so they didn't yeah. give it a section during the keynote, even though this is like a big deal because this actually gives it spatial awareness, like to a precision that matters. <laughs> uh, you know, because right now, like you, uh, you get the GPS. Like I left my phone um, at home or. At work, not, you know, it's, it slid under this car in the parking lot, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So that's, and like, it really (laughs) feels like that should have come out today. Yeah. Because they have this new part of their processor that went in everything that came out today and they didn't get to say anything about it. So now the phone's just like, I have this thing for future devices. (laughs) Like that's literally what it said on the website, uh, is that, uh. Uh, let me get it exactly. Uh, the, the new <laughs> Apple-designed U1 chip uses ultra-wideband technology for spatial awareness, allowing iPhone 11 Pro to precisely locate other U1-equipped Apple devices. Hmm. Such as? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. And I wonder, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Like, what the hell is going on? Um, yeah. Well, at least on the watch, you got a point for, for band colors. I guess I'm taking your word for it. I did not watch the, the parts. That yeah, I they showed new bands. Yeah, I they, am not. They specifically thrilled. mentioned on stage that they had a couple of new Nike colors. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't. None really of which I like. Yeah, like the the black Nike band with the pink circles is like kind oh, of okay. That one. But... Yeah, that one. I meant like the softy ones. Oh yeah, the the sport loops are kind of they're pretty meh. Yeah. Like. And there's nothing new in leather for me. I definitely didn't get my leather loop for, for the 40-inch watch, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, everything's kind of a bummer. Like the leather uh, case colors for the iPhone Pro uh, also suck. <laughs> like Right. Like uh, Dark Aberdeen made a reappearance, but only in the folio, which is awful, especially on the smaller phone because it's not big enough to hold anything <laughs> on the smaller one. Um and that's a dark aubergine for those of you who are unfamiliar with the parlance of this podcast. <laughs> you mean they didn't listen to our episode two iPhones ago? They did not, apparently. 
And it's too bad because I do like that color. Like yes. I still, I'm still keeping around my old dark aubergine uh, iPhone 10 case, which I didn't file down to fit my iPhone XS. <laughs> and now there's no point because I'm not going to be able to file it enough because the new phones are slightly larger in every dimension. By the way, uh, I looked it up and the new uh, iPhone Pro, oh, Jesus Christ, iPhone 11 Pro Max <laughs> is almost half a pound. Yep. It's 7.97 ounces, which I have memorized for some reason, probably because it's freaking bananas. Right. And it's so also, like three bananas. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um. And also, you know, they're like, we totally have the precision to make, measure this down to, you know, uh, hundredths of a gram. So they put it right. so they don't have to put that. It's half a pound. <laughs> it super is, though. Like, that's redonkulous. I mean, I, I realize it's a huge phone and people want battery life and whatever. But like, yikes, <laughs> that is some heavy ass phone. And what the uh, thing that they're choosing to make heavy about it is that it's stainless steel. Yeah, which I guess would probably add a certain amount of sturdiness. Uh, but I really wonder. So I don't know. Like the the stainless steel watches have always been heavier than the aluminum ones. Um, and right. Like when you first pick one up, it's like, oh wow, that's heavy. But like I got used to it immediately, and also, it, you know, it's sort of that like added weight to a car door on luxury models, so it has that like. <laughs> clunk instead of a clack <laughs> yeah. when you close it <laughs> um yeah but the uh, uh titanium watches are like lighter than the aluminum ones so mm. maybe it'll take until mm -hmm. next iphone to move titanium over to there so we could get some freaking weight back yeah i don't know i just i can't imagine I mean, that I would get an RSI like probably within two weeks if I bought the Pro because not it's huge. It's too big for my tiny little hands and it's heavy as hell. Like, I just I can't I'm not over it. I'm not going to get over it. Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing I'll give Apple stainless steel is that it is indestructible. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's the glass and other stuff that breaks. <laughs> yeah, it's still covered in glass and yeah. very important glass, too. So it's like, oh, OK, well, I guess it probably won't bend. There won't, there won't be another right. bend gate because we always have to try to now you always have to try to bend everything that Apple makes. It's like a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I hate it. Uh, oh, yeah. So there's uh, also the iPhone 11 non-pro. <laughs> yeah. So I'm OK with everything about this um, because it's replacing the 10R and it's better than the 10R in every way. And, and it's purple. Oh, yeah. I love it. I want it, except for I don't want everything else about the phone. I don't want the shitty LCD uh, yeah. and the various other ways. The, and it's weird. So the, the, the square bump with the three mini lumps. <laughs> yeah. So this is one of the various things that like why I can't score this. So like we uh, and I'm not even saying like we tied like we both lost. <laughs> Yeah, it, that's the that's the whole result of this. <laughs> yeah, it's because <laughs> we, uh, uh, w one of us, uh, you picked that the cameras would be in a single square uh, house, well, round square square. Crew. Right. Um, and I picked <laughs> that they would be um, discrete, as in you know, like uh, one wart each, like uh, you know, an iPhone seven with the one camera or whatever. <laughs> Right. And they did both. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of neither and kind of both. So, yeah. But it's it's weird. So it's ugly as hell. 
uh, on the on the pro model. Uh, but somehow it's even uglier without the third bump. And I can't explain it, but it just it's even uglier on the non pro. And I and, it's like and, something's missing. Well, because it is. And I well, feel yeah, like, but it shouldn't look that way. And I feel like they did that so that um, it wouldn't look better. <laughs> It's true that it's true that without that, it would a hundred percent unquestionably be the much better looking phone. And if the screen, if it had an OLED screen, I would be buying. I would be buying the purple one on Friday. Speaking of Friday, though, one really great thing, like the best thing, the yeah. only really <laughs> good thing to come out of this whole event is that pre-orders are going to be at five a.m. Pacific, which is a very civilized eight a.m. Eastern. Right. I mean. For me, who can decide that I'm not leaving the house until after that? If you're sitting on a train or something, that kind of yeah, sucks for you. Yeah, I was but... going to say, like, a lot of uh, New Jersey citizens heading into New York might be in the uh, tunnel of no service during that exact yeah, they'll, they'll just <laughs> They'll just have to do it later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, t- I, I wish I could get the, the pro in purple. Instead, uh, the there there you did get a point. For, did you get a point? I yes, think I said for, more than three colors. Right, and there are. <laughs> there are four. And the fourth color is kind of a poopy green Yep. for some reason. And I don't, I don't. So Micah Sargent uh, tweeted that he's really happy about that because he's wanted a green phone since forever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but that green sucks. <laughs> like, you know what I really want is like a Bondi blue one. I think that would be rad. Like, I really wish that I bought um, like several <laughs> uh, iPhone 10 cases when Spigen had that Spigen. I don't actually know how you pronounce it. Anyway, they had a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo or something like that for uh, classic iMac iPhone 10 cases. And they're so great. And they do not fit on the 10s, And they, of course, won't fit on the new phone either. But I've got like four of them. Yeah. They should do that again. But for, you know new phones yeah to do that always every year yeah i mean the green one is the one i'm going to get because i don't like space gray i want black (laughs) and they only gave me black once yeah and the light ones are just too offensive for me so whatever i mean Uh, i'm I'm probably gonna have a case on it most of the time anyway yeah I guess. And maybe it's like, maybe it looks better in person. And it probably <laughs> does because everything, mm-hmm. um, all of Apple's product photography for today seems uh, very lightened um, because, so uh, I have the Cosmos Blue, uh, Midnight Blue, and Forest Green leather cases and leather loop band. And when I'm inside, even during the day, if I'm not like literally in direct sunlight, as in like I am next to a window with a sunbeam coming down, <laughs> um, they're indistinguishable as anything other than a really dark blue. <laughs> and yes, that includes the green. <laughs> nice. So I figure it'll probably look like that in real life. And if it doesn't, it's going to be a case anyway. Yeah, I'll I'm trying to risk. find. I'm trying to find photos that somebody somebody must have. Had you know had the journalists must have got their grubby little paws on it but like renee ritchie's instagram that's where everything is Ugh, instagram okay i'll have to look you gotta get with the times it's, <laughs> i don't right. want or, to or get with the 10 years ago it's just so it's it, you know it honestly reminds me of the brown zoo 
Because <laughs> the green parts of the brown zoon were kind of that color. Like, I guess a little bit more obnoxious. It's funny that we got no pen support. Like, we, we all thought, like, we had a good shot. And we, we did not. Yeah, the, differenti the differentiating feature on this versus the 11 Not Pro is the uh, telephoto camera, which isn't even the new one. Like, the, the, the ultra-wide is the new one, and they put that on the other one instead of a telephoto. So I also didn't get that point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah, because other than that, it's stainless steel. Um, it's OLED. I think it's still the crappy OLED. I think they just improved the contrast on it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's mostly materials. <laughs> for anyone that isn't aware of this, Apple has never shipped a device with a 3X display. Um, the iPhones Plus were a very high-density 1080p display rendering a 3x buffer um, that was scaled down to it. You know, I think they were more like uh, 12 uh, something points of like 3600 or whatever scaled. No, that's too much. But but the point is, <laughs> um, uh, each pixel was blurred because it was more pixels scaled down to it because they couldn't actually make a true at 3x LCD display. Um, but because those are at 450 p uh, PPI, you can't see, unlike the fucking MacBooks, where when mm -hmm. you set it to scale mode, you could see it. So I have mine set to uh, pixel parity, which means I have no room on the screen. But all the <laughs> scaling modes, I can see the blurs because I have 2010 vision. Uh, but I think normal people can see them too. It's, it's not good. Um, but anyway, they're... Uh, OLED displays on their iPhones have, for what they say the resolution is, that is the number of green subpixels, and each green subpixel is paired with a red or blue subpixel. So really, hmm. you only have that many green subpixels um, and half as many green, red, and blue ones. So when you do the math on that, you have as many subpixels as a 2x display device. Um, but if you rendered it at 2x, uh, that would look really shitty when you put it at that display. <laughs> so basically, you have to render it at 3x and then throw one third of your result away in the uh, displaying it. <laughs> I wonder how it works out that, that they have the most green pixels. I wouldn't have, I mean, if I had to pick, uh, I don't know, I, I probably would have gone with blue. No, it, it's green for a, a very good reason. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm just, I just don't know what that is. And, and I. Uh, camera sensors are the same way. So every pixel that you get out of a uh, camera, like according to like the sensor, is the, it's the same layout. So for every pixel in a resulting image um, was only a red, green, or blue pixel. Um, and there are twice as many greens as red and blue. And that's because human eyes pick up luminance with green the best. Hmm. Well, and we're not making these phones for birds, so... Yeah, and with red or blue, like, we're, we, we basically have half the resolution detecting them. Uh, so it works out just fine. And also, like, uh, video compression algorithms usually subsample the red and the blue anyway, because, again, the same thing. Like, we don't detect it. Hmm. So it's a uh, less faithful representation in the same way that uh, JPEG and MP3... Uh, throw out a whole bunch of data outside of what we can see slash here to achieve some of their savings. But like 
an alien with different eyes or ears would be like, <laughs> this is not remotely close. <laughs> yeah. It also makes me wonder what like animals see when they look at screens, considering <laughs> all the human calibrated stuff we do. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that that's it would have been nice to get a real 3X display on it um, because the watch has like real RGB on it. Yeah. And it's an OLED and it's a higher density. Yeah, but that would have been a thing. And Apple didn't give us things this time. Yep. Like here, have a fucking phone. Right. You losers. <laughs> so, right, like you said, we didn't get pencil support. Uh, they tossed in a new low cost iPad with pencil one support. Yeah, what the man? The pencil uh, one is really hanging on. It's kind of weird. Yeah, so how many iPad? It's only is it only the one iPad that uses pencil two? Yes, it is just the Face ID iPads Pro. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So again, while they were busy not adding pencil two support <laughs> to the uh, iPhone Pro, they also didn't add uh, reverse Qi charging for anything else. Um. Which is, like, annoying because, so, like, yeah, air power was a little bit too ambitious, but even multi-coil Qi transmitters and receivers are a fucking high school-level electronics project. Like, just do it. <laughs> Samsung phones have been doing it for a while now, and I know that the Google people are really tiresome with their, well, Android's done that since 2012 or whatever, which isn't true because I don't think they acknowledged Android before like 2014 Ice or something. Ice sandwich, yeah, 4.0. Yeah, I don't remember when that was. But anyway, there's a whole like world of Android that they just don't acknowledge because I used it and it was shit um, pretty much. I don't know. Yeah, and know. and that's frustrating because like it's <laughs> it's it's possible. Other people have done it, but like also the science is kind of not that difficult. This isn't like the air power problem where you have all these adjacent coils, which are now antennas. This is right. you have one damn coil. Uh, this is based on resonance. So it doesn't matter if you have the wrong number of turns in it. You can handle <laughs> all of this in hardware in like the literal sense of like switching between resistors. Like you don't need a processor even for this. Like you can just do it with a a fuckload of diodes and since you're printing silicon like uh so yeah no this is just either like their product timelines are too long because like they had to lock this in two septembers ago mm. or their power electronics team just fucking sucks and i'm going to go <laughs> with that they just fucking suck because the 18 watt power brick that comes with this is enormous you can get uh, and like, I just got an email from Anchor reminding me that this even exists uh, because, you know, they sent out a uh, accessories for your iPhone 11 email today. Right. Is that they have a uh, USB-C brick the size of Apple's 5-watt cube that's 18 <laughs> watts. Hmm. So one wonders what they're doing with all that extra space. Uh, they're just using old tech. They're just not up to date. Uh, you know, the new stuff uses a different, uh, silicone dopant, uh, they're abusing gallium, uh, nitrite instead of gallium arsenate. So it's less poisonous. That's good. Uh, <laughs> well, don't eat it. Yeah. It'll be fine. I, I know we're talking about compounds. It's just like, you know, just stop sodium, licking it. Sodium chloride isn't chlorine gas. It's salt. I know. Uh, right. but, uh, just, <laughs> it's funny how much like, uh, actual science there is like just adding other random group four <laughs> elements to silicon to see like how it makes better or worse well yeah that's a whole field of study 
Uh, and yeah, graphene's never going to happen. Um, it's super not. But uh, <laughs> apparently Apple, I don't know, they have so much money. They still have so much money. Buy some fucking science. Right. Uh, one thing I heard as a reason they might not include the 18-watt brick in uh, the phones is because people like how the 5-watt one, you know, fits in purses and pockets. It's like, well, if you want a portable charger, like, look anywhere else because uh, Anchor, Rav Power, probably Amazon Basics by this point, uh, <laughs> makes a more powerful one that's smaller or a same-sized one that's, like, way more powerful. And, like, going into, like, the higher wattage ranges, like, bricks that are the size of the of Apple's 30-watt charger that spit out 60 watts in your choice of one or two ports. So if you want two 30-watt uh, ports or one 60-watt port, you can, you know, get that in the size of Apple's 30-watt. And Apple's 60-watt one is, like, you know, the size of a house. <laughs> yeah and uh and you plug a fucking lightning cable into it yep so you know despite tacking the pro name on this this doesn't get the ipad pros you know <sighs> usb-c port nor its pencil nor its smart connector basically nothing about it <laughs> it just but it's got an extra camera so i mean it, it lost touch id like ipads have never had uh not touch id uh uh force touch right yeah, which is also kind of a bummer because I kind of dig Force Touch. I guess Haptic Touch is supposed to be roughly equivalent, but I don't know. It's not. I'm mad. I just, I'm mad about it. I guess, I guess, so there were some services announced, whoop-de-fucking-do. <laughs> uh, we know that Apple Arcade is five bucks a month. Uh, it actually has some pretty sweet-looking games coming, like a partnership between Annapurna and Samogo, which is pretty exciting because those are like giants of mobile game making, especially Samogo, uh, who had actually withdrawn from making mobile games a bunch of years ago, like three or four years by now, which was a bummer because they were great at it. But apparently they're uh, coming back, and I hope this <laughs> I hope this model works out for the developers. But like, I don't know, so. Five bucks a month among however many, and it's a family plan too, so it's one per household, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's better than the nothing that a lot of game developers get from a lot of people right now. Uh, but uh, mm, mm, mm. we'll see how it goes, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the only services announcement today that was good was that uh, TV Plus. The price for TV Plus is a. Uh, uh, free for a year when you buy a uh, device. Um, <laughs> and we'll see if that, you know, continues in uh, perpetuum because... <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep buying yeah. these. <laughs> I should, I mean, and it should. God damn it, it, yeah. it should. I'm on the upgrade program. I should feel special. <laughs> I guess I get to pre-configure my iPhone, so I just basically tap one button at my more civilized 8 a.m. purchasing time. Yeah. But... Uh, I feel like it could be specialer. It could be a little specialer. Uh, yeah, so TV is another five bucks. Uh, they spent a surprisingly long time. They wasted a bunch of my time, as it turns out, uh, showing a fairly long preview of uh, Jason Momoa, which, I mean, is fine. I would love to see more of Jason Momoa, like, in any uh, in any context. 
Uh, and, I mean, and he was not well lit and wearing a lot of clothes, so. True. He could have been wearing a lot less clothing. I don't care if he ever gets to enjoy a pizza and a beer again. <laughs> I think he should be wearing a loincloth and nothing else always. Uh, and uh, the premise of the show that he's in is very questionable for me. Like, it's it's basically in the land of the blind, the child with one eye well okay they have two eyes the the one who can see is like a miracle and whatever and it's like i i don't know like that there that has huge potential to go horribly horribly wrong and i think i remember hearing some early buzz that's like pretty concerned about it already mm. um and of course we did the whole episode on this a while ago just about uh cripping up you know for mm -hmm. awards grabs and one thing that bothered me just seeing the extended trailer for this, you know, so there's a, a, a rock and a hard place when you decide to do these uh, awards grabs <laughs> while being mm -hmm. ableist, is that the characters don't behave like blind people. They behave like someone who is sighted, who is wearing a blindfold, you know, just walking around the forest, like, like with a handout in front of them. And it's like... <laughs> Yeah, people just walk around with their hands out all the time. I don't know. It seems like... They just walk. You get used to it. They have their stick and they just walk. And if you're born blind, like, your ability to adapt to that would probably be pretty good. Yeah. Because you learn to do everything without seeing. Like, that's just how you are. Right. So if seeing had been gone for, like, a number of generations, um, but evolution still hadn't had time to catch up and give us you know other superpowers like daredevil right. um we still would have had the stick <laughs> that seems to be the one yeah. technology that survived in this you know post-apocalyptic uh, world they've made <laughs> they've got plenty of sticks they're, they're in a forest there's sticks everywhere you can hardly walk without tripping over one uh i don't know which is why it's you pretty... would have one <laughs> right <laughs> and it's also by the way why sighted hikers have sticks it had a really bitchin' horn, though. I liked that when when uh, when he blew the horn. I don't know why he blew the horn, but it was battle or something. I'm flailing my hands around, and I just whacked my hand pretty hard on my... <laughs> because expensive action is coming, but cheap expensive action because we don't have any CGI characters mm. or creatures. Like, for what they say the budget per episode of the show is, like... This is just people walking around in the woods. <laughs> like, well, where is know, this money going? <laughs> to Jason Momoa. I, I guess, yeah. He's a pretty high, uh, high banks. Although Apple has so much, they could, they could like, maybe they're paying him on the side too. I don't know. I don't know. He seems like pretty high dollar star by now, but maybe not because he's not white after all. So you know, you can never make as much. And also, he made the uh, misfortune of being in DC movies. So. Hmm. Yeah, it's really hot though. I haven't actually seen the movie, but I don't I think want you need to. to. Yeah, I've seen stills, which seem that, like enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that's happening. We did not get a new Apple TV device, which is yeah, whatever. It would have been cool. It. We didn't get a new low cost anything. <laughs> no, I mean just the uh, eleven not Pro is uh, it. Uh, inch down to uh, 699 starting and that's for 64 gigs so that's a usable device yeah i mean it's still not the 649 that uh starting price uh 
uh, no subsidies, no payment plan iPhones had been until the uh, 6 Plus, but it's getting closer to the damage <laughs> that's mm. been done in recent years. I guess. I don't know. This whole event was just very disappointing. There's like nothing cool. Like, I guess if you're uh, one of those photography wankers, <laughs> like maybe that whole section, which seemed to go on a really long time. I wasn't really watching. I like. Well, not only that, but it wasn't impressive. The uh, ultra wide camera is so it, it's 120 degrees like I predicted, but didn't put as a pick here because <laughs> uh, 20 is twice 60 is twice 30. And I knew that they would go in that logic, you know, in that normal 2x progression. But uh, it doesn't have OIS on it, optical image stabilization. And mm. it's also dimmer than the 1x or wide angle, <laughs> wide but not super uh, uh. one. Um, so it lets less light in so that it doesn't, it's not going to improve low light photography um, other than uh, using it to uh, median out noise uh, because it's just not as bright. And their dark mode or night mode, night shot, what do they call it? doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, didn't seem that impressive? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it, so, but I believe you. I mean, because like, I'm working on right now that sees in the actual dark. Yeah, your results are pretty, pretty good. Yeah, and they showed like, like someone under a lamp, like a better shot of someone under <laughs> a lamp. They're not using their motion processor to do um, unblurring. I guess they just don't know that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're really dropping the ball in the math and science parts of STEM, aren't they? Right. That's really, that's really the theme of it, isn't it? Because, yeah, a lot of this is like, oh, I don't know. We couldn't figure out the math. <laughs> did you try? Did you, did you hire some people who are good at that? Did you maybe, like, extend your uh, hiring to, like, to, uh, so all of their job postings, you know, don't have degree requirements on them, you know, just sort of recommendations. And some of them are, you know, like, um, you know, a master's or PhD in something or whatever. But let's face it, they just hired the dude bro that has the most charisma. And like, mm. it's really starting to show with like, how much shit that was supposed to happen this fall, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah. So the iOS betas were like really clunky, but especially the macOS betas were nigh unusable over the summer if you had iCloud enabled because they <laughs> uh, changed the uh, the daemon that handles that and it basically didn't work and they reverted it <laughs> because it was that bad. Unfortunately, the new features that were supposed to come to iCloud, like folder sharing, so we wouldn't have to add Dropbox to our process of doing the show here <laughs> uh, is canceled until like further notice. And it's like, really, Dropbox has been doing this effortlessly since what, 2006 or seven or so? Like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I'm not going to say Apple's doomed because they're going to keep <laughs> making, you know, ridiculous amounts of money, but they are not the company they were. And it's, disappointing to say the least yep and yep. we can end on that <laughs>